is it time for you to take Toastmasters out of your club? There are about a zillion good reasons to become a Toastmaster. Everyone has their own reasons for joining. But at some point, after you've witnessed what our training has done for yourself and for others, do you ever think, maybe it's time to take Toastmasters out of my club and into my world? Welcome to Toastmasters, where in about an hour a week, we can teach you public speaking and leadership skills. You will change your life as you improve your communication skills and discover the leader inside you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101. I'm your host, Kim Cragy. A couple years ago, when I was coaching high school speech and debate, I heard about the youth leadership program from Greg Liu, who was then my DTM mentor. He kindly shared his kit with me, and I found a program that I thought was pretty good, but not right for my students. My speeches and debaters weren't interested in leadership. They wanted to win debates and speech contests. So the kit sat on my desk for a while, but I kept looking at it and thinking about it. Have you ever heard of the Youth Leadership Program from Toastmasters? It's an eight-week program for middle school and high school students. Leadership is in the name, but looking at the program, I really couldn't see how it was teaching leadership skills. The shape of the training was essentially public speaking training with a lot of what my kids call extra. We start out with an election of club officers, and four weeks later, four weeks later, we do it again. Seems extra to me. We plan a final party. Well, I don't have too many parties at my club meetings. We welcome our family to the last meeting at this party and we demonstrate what we've learned in the youth leadership program. It took actually running a youth leadership program to discover the real power of the program and it taught me a thing or two about leadership. Oh, maybe that's Toastmaster School. I've never asked Toastmasters International. Maybe it was. I worked with my friend Dan Toussaint to run a youth leadership program for an inner city school in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm pretty sure that neither of us had prepared enough for this. We passed out the workbooks to a group of 7th and 8th graders and started the process to elect leaders. We did table topics. We explained how important it was to learn how to speak to a group and learned the reason we'd been recruited is this. Each of these students in this group were expected to give a short speech to the school board of trustees about their plans for the future. It seems in years past, the students needed help. And the principal, coincidentally Dan's daughter, had asked if Toastmasters could help. So with the support of our club, we headed up to Cleveland every week to try to demonstrate the power of public speaking and the need for preparation before you stand up to give an icebreaker. The students loved table topics. They totally loved it. They embraced it like nothing else. We could have done nothing else for eight weeks and they would have been delighted. But that's not why we were there. We did insist that the students do two speech assignments, the icebreaker and a two to three minute speech about their futures. You and I, we have seen how adults change in Toastmasters. Let me tell you, it's 10 times bigger in teens. We went from a boisterous group of kids who one by one became frozen on stage for their first prepared speech to just a few weeks later, everything changed. Young women who I could barely hear speak 
stood up and told their stories. Young men who were brash and loud became thoughtful and wonderfully open with their lives. Our job was to show them the stage. Several of these students were being interviewed at local private high schools where they could win full scholarships. This was important. All of our students who were interviewed won full rides. They blew us away. And I was hooked. Youth Leadership Program is now my favorite Toastmasters program that we have available to take Toastmasters outside of our clubs. How does it work? First, you need a place to meet for eight weeks that will permit food. That's important later. Second, you need to recruit at least six middle school and high school students. How you recruit them is a challenge. I've worked with homeschooling students. Dan and I worked with that school. Others have taken the program to the local juvenile detention center. I've heard of people using it in church youth groups, in scouts, and other youth organizations. Another just posted about it at the local library, and her children spread the news. I'd say it's hard to run a meeting with just four students, so I say a minimum is six and two adult Toastmasters leaders. Two? Yes. My third point is that you need a partner. I think two leaders makes a big difference. I've had to run youth meetings by myself, and it's difficult, especially in the first few weeks. The timer and evaluators need someone to sit with them and explain their tasks, as well as having someone right beside the Toastmaster of the day. Now, this coaching role falls off after a few weeks once the students understand their roles, but it's important that you and someone else work very closely with the students to get started. Fourth, you need a Toastmasters club to agree to support the program. That means committing funds to purchase the program from Toastmasters International and to pay for the final party. You see, we can't charge the students or their families for this program. The leaders and the clubs underwrite all of the expenses. At the first meeting, which is pretty much an introduction to the classic Toastmasters education program, not Pathways. Okay, let's take a quick detour here. Pathways and the Youth Leadership Program don't have much in common. Youth leadership introduces basic public speaking, much like the competent communicator and leadership like the competent leadership manual. I like this sequence of skills that these are presented in, chairmanship through public speaking presentation skills. Especially for shy or fearful participants, this is a smooth and easy pace for them to get comfortable. In the meetings, we spend a lot of time talking about evaluations, probably more than the program does. Oddly, I get a lot more pushback from the students about giving an evaluation than about giving speeches. Just doing an evaluation demonstration, as is recommended in the coordinator's manual, it hasn't been enough for us. The evaluation forms were the trickiest for me. Which page should an evaluator use? Should they use their own book? No, you and I know that's the wrong way to do it, but several students did exactly that. I finally got the loose evaluation forms from the kit and used those instead. I put a lot of emphasis on evaluations because I believe you improve significantly more quickly when you evaluate. This motivates the students who want to improve to volunteer, but I've noticed that the youngest members of the group are the most reluctant evaluators. 
There's an election of officers at the beginning of the program and again in the middle. One of the officers who is elected is the secretary. And I think in the future, I'm going to depend on that person a lot more. I didn't realize that some of our members were avoiding the role of evaluator until the very end. I think I'm going to ask that secretary to keep track of who has and who has not served. By far, the biggest attraction is being the table topics leader. We've done two different things in different groups. First, a club that Dan and I belong to has a box of table topics cards prompts that the kids just loved. The questions range from personal experience to philosophical musings. I tried it sorting out some of the more mature questions or the ones that I thought the middle schoolers would have the most trouble with. The second group, I told them to come up with their own questions and suggested they do a Google search for table topics. We got a lot of leading questions and pretty generic table topics. Then in one of the speech classes that I was teaching, I did this crazy thing. I asked the students to tell me how they would use a particular superpower. For some reason, this particular prompt unlocked their imaginations. And from that point on, they brought in the most imaginative, insightful, and funny prompts that I ever heard. I am never going to use that box again. Well, I can't say I'm never going to use it, but I'm not likely to use it because I can unlock their imaginations and they do the work. Their creativity topped anything I could have found in that pre-printed box of cards. The timer role is also a huge challenge. It's hard to remember to watch the clock during these speeches. We're always going to have one of the adult coordinators sit with the timer. I'd use an app in the future, but I face it toward myself as a timer, not to the speaker. That way the timer can use the visual cue to himself or herself to put up the color cards. It just seems to give them more of a sense of responsibility, and that's where the leadership comes in. I think the timer role is so much more important than we give it credit for. Being able to focus on a task and not get sucked into the speeches is hard, but it's critical to leadership and to speakers. And if we're teaching youth leadership, this is an important skill that they learn right away. If our goal is to teach leadership skills to students, then we have to let them take the lead. That's what happened with me when we got to our final party. I had one group take over the entire project, took it right out of my hands and put together a potluck meal instead of the Toastmasters Club footing the bill for a pizza party. I'd say that that group was a raging success. That's why I say you need a meeting room that permits food. That last party is a great way to wind up the program, but it's also an opportunity for the students to step up in a way that maybe they've never done that before. It was exciting to watch. You will have a lot of fun with youth leadership program. Your skills just shouldn't stay in a Toastmasters meeting. You know what it's like, how it's changed your life. So take those skills out into the community and change other people's lives as well. I hope you all had a fine new year and are looking forward to your next big accomplishment in Toastmasters. It's time to examine those Pathways projects or to finish up those old advanced manuals. We'll be here to talk with you about Toastmasters. Thanks to all the people who have been sharing the podcast. I appreciate it as well as a shout out from the School of Podcasting podcast on their episode number 704. 
So tell a friend about Toastmasters 101 podcast this week. Hey, bring it up in your club meeting. Yeah, I like that idea. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. And we're sponsored by Toastmasters District 10. I saw another district putting out a call for their own district podcaster. How about that? Are they trying to take Toastmasters out of the club too? Good for them. 